Um, it sounds real easy, real simple. It's a lot more complex when it comes together, you know, as far as the, the players really understanding it and doing it on the field. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Bear Insider, Ultimate Insider Podcast. I am Mike Pulaski, and today we have another Ultimate Insider as a coach, but also a Cal dude and one of my favorite all-time Cal dudes, wide receiver and wide receiver coach, Burl Toller. I remember talking about you as a player. Like, it brings back the nostalgia from when I used to throw to you when you were playing there. Way back in the day. Hopefully it wasn't nostalgia from too long ago, but uh, no, definitely. Thanks for having me. Great to see you. Yeah, wait till you get out there, man. It's been over 30 years for me since I played there, so you're not quite there yet, but it's been a while. Catching up. Yeah. So tell me about it, Matt. Hey, great to have you on the podcast. Long time overdue for you and I, right? We go back so far, but uh, tell me about the new offense. I want to just kind of jump right into it. You got a new offense coming in, and and obviously you've been a part of this type of system before, uh, yeah. a couple of different ways with the air raid style stuff with some power running game kind of mixed into it. Tell me about the new offense. How do you like it? Is it new verbiage? What's it like for you? Uh, a lot of ownership with the players. Uh, I love the offense. I'm I'm fired up to be working with Coach Spath. We missed each other. 2016, I went down to Fresno State as Coach Spath was coming in. So we crossed paths. We got to know each other. We stayed in contact. And I'm just happy that it's all come full circle and that we're together. Uh, I've been waiting for offense like this, but it's exciting. It's up-tempo. It's high speed. Uh, the guys have a lot of ownership as far as deciding their routes, when to break them off, a lot of a communication between the quarterback, receivers, tight ends, running backs. Um, it's quarterback-driven. Uh, but it's been been very successful for us so far, meaning in the spring and the offseason, really looking forward to our guys, you know, taking it and rolling with it. So uh, we've had some good, great responses so far and the players love it. You know, so so looking forward to it. So a lot of the air raid stuff, that concept where it all started, mm -hmm. you talk about, you know, player determined. These guys have the option to break off routes, to sit down routes, to bend routes, to kind of find open space to run to. And that's a unique thing as a receivers coach when your guys have to make those choices. Talk to me about how you coach those guys up and how you get them to rep it enough where everybody's on the same page. Yeah, so we put a lot on our players as far as understanding the game. Uh, there's a lot of teaching before they get on the field, and that teaching involves concepts, routes, uh, what they're doing, who they're going against, and really just ultimately getting to space, finding space, getting there. If you see the middle of the field open, take it and go. Um, it sounds real easy, real simple. It's a lot more complex when it comes together, you know, as far as the, the players really understanding it and doing it on the field. Uh, we give them the groundwork. We let them know when to make decisions, how to do it, how to play fast. And it's on them to, to make those decisions within the game. So, you know, we call it from the sideline and um, they kind of can they can anticipate what's coming up or what we should run in certain situations. My favorite thing about it, we don't we don't waste plays. We don't we don't kick ourselves and say, oh, we should have you know ran a post there or we should have called a, a go route as opposed to a fade or a comeback or, you know, we don't waste plays. We, we take advantage of what the defense gives us. We're on the same page. And if a receiver sees something that should, they should take, the quarterback sees it as well. They're on the same page and they go. So just like you mentioned already, a lot of it comes down to reps. Uh, and that's a, exactly what we installed in the spring and what they carried over to the summer and. You know, it's, it's been great for the guys the, the my favorite thing is they feel like they're unstoppable right now. And that's, that's exactly awesome. that's exactly where we want them. So we have a lot of work ahead of us. But for them to feel like they have ownership and they know what's coming and they know what to go get to and they can nonverbal communicate, you know, what what concept or what play 
or what series they're going to get to next. It, it you know it works like clockwork. So Coach Pav is a mastermind. He's pulled up a lot of examples from places he's been, uh, and we have a lot of thousands of NFL examples. We have different ways of installing the offense so they stay engaged, they stay intrigued, and also so they get more creative with how to run things. We don't just say they never they never run drawings. We don't give them a drawing and say here here's a play run this just like this. You know, there's options. There's okay. Here's a concept. We can make it's going to be successful if we take advantage of the middle of the field being opened. Well, you know, there's a flag going to be open on this concept so we can anticipate the opening being there. You know, there's a lot of different ways to achieve success. And the more tools we give them to reach that, the, the better, better off they'll be. So reps, 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 a lot of different people playing different positions, different sides of the ball as far as left side, right side, playing in the slot. Uh, the more they can understand, the better decisions they make and the quicker they make them. Yeah, no doubt about it. And so do you guys do it? You're talking about middle field open, and we'll get a little bit in the weeds here, right? Let's talk offense. I'm a quarterback. You're a coach. Right. Like we love, we love doing this stuff. Are you guys reading shells, or is it a shell start and then based on movement, rotation, and all that? Yep, we can anticipate one thing we've been talking about. If we know there's, you know, one safety, it's going to be cover three, you know, or cover one. If we know there's two high safeties, we're gonna we're gonna expect this shell of it, like you mentioned, to be cover two or quarters, you know. So it's either three deep, four under, or four deep three under uh, as a base. And that's just uh, what we start with. And then we go from there. So we know what teams we can anticipate going against cover four more or, or different versions of cover three. One thing that's great with our defense is iron sharpens iron. And we get a lot of good looks from our defense, you know, so we have to be sharp going against them. Um, and, and we're just, we're, you know, off the script, we're just rolling, playing, running our concepts and getting great with those. But to any defense, if you were to look at our playbook, you know, you they might you might draw up hundreds of different concepts, uh, but it just depends how we look at things individually and, and what kind of decisions we're making. And you can live with them all. You just have to make sure you're being decisive, you're playing fast, and that ultimately you get on the same page with everybody else, all, all the other 10 players on the field. Yeah, and exactly. Everybody has to be on the same exact page. When there's options involved, as a quarterback, I'll tell you, as when there's options involved, you have to anticipate where that option is going to take that receiver right and you've got a pure progression read based Absolutely. on like so just to break it down for our viewers at home you'll have a shell cover two shell cover three shell whatever shell you see four mm -hmm. and then the quarterback will then watch for rotation meaning did the safeties rotate to single high did they split for two high Absolutely. or are they coming down playing man so you'll read all that stuff as a quarterback and from that now you understand where the concept should take the receiver yes. so you can anticipate where he's going yep. and, that, and and that's the big thing is because under pressure under you know taking as a quarterback now with dudes in his laps he's got to remember to read all that still people mm -hmm. make it out like it's super easy because it's pure progression it's not right, <laughs> you still right. got to go through your things and so the reps come in do you feel like so far you've had enough reps to get these guys comfortable with it no i don't think there's ever enough reps uh, i think they're feeling comfortable with it and the way we've had to take advantage of it over the spring was just a lot of film you know only having 15 practices in the spring you have limited amount of reps so to take advantage of that it's not just watching ourselves ultimately watch ourselves but the amount of the, the library that coach fab has is phenomenal so we're able to see hundreds literally hundreds of different reps and looks on one concept so when guys even if they don't get the same exact look we can take components of it and say oh yeah we we i just saw that i know what i need to do you know so right. some some guys some guys can see it drawn up on the board and they can make their decisions and go some guys need to watch an NFL team do it. Some guys need to see another college team do it. Some guys need to get out there and do it themselves. But when we have, you know, a, a deep library of all of those components, 
you could kind of minimize the amount of mistakes based on the amount of times we're seeing things. So, you know, it, it's been great. We have a lot of evidence to back up everything that we're doing. And it just feels good to be able to show guys how things work and, and ultimately why they work and then let them go out there and do it. So the reps will come, you know, we're, we're all fired up for camp coming because this is the opportunity to get more reps, the opportunity over the season, over the off season, the whole summer, those reps were coming a little bit on the field when they did player run practices and all that, you know, but a lot of those reps came in the meeting room, you know, now we get to get those reps to steal those reps on the field. And I think they're more than equipped and ready to, to get after it. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I think, more reps, the better, period, end of discussion. Like you can't get, I, was, I actually told one of my quarterback coach in high school now and, and uh, told one of my quarterbacks the other day, I'm like, be selfish with your reps. These, these, these are all that you're going to get. Yes. There's, a, there's a limited amount. There's a finite amount of reps. So you need to be selfish with your reps and get every rep you feel you need to be ready for the game. And then when, if the next guy ends up being the guy up, then he will have to be selfish with his reps. Yep. But until, you know, if you're the number one guy, take as many reps as you need because if you were playing behind me, you weren't getting a whole lot of our team's reps. I promise you that. <laughs> I was, Absolutely. I was for 11 years, I'm like, no, nah, you're going to have to take scout team. One, one good sign as well is that guys are starting to make corrections before we even get to them. You know, so we saw that towards, I would say, practice 12, 13, 14, uh, spring ball. There'd be corrections and uh, they'd be, okay, you know, they'd make the correction before I could get to them or Coach Babb to get to them. And that's that's a good sign that we're headed in the right direction. And, that, yeah, and that's one of the beauties of being a Cal and you've, you've had the opportunity to be other places and to be here. And obviously you're an alum, so big deal. But it's a, it's a big deal to be part of this program because you are surrounded by really smart dudes. And really smart dudes, it's a double-edged sword. Super smart dudes will get the offense. They'll understand it. They'll make it happen. They'll know the mm -hmm. reads. They'll know why they're making the reads. So they get it globally. They understand it. Right. At the same time, you can't ever bullshit a Cal guy. Like it's, it's like at Stanford. You cannot BS these kids because they will sniff it out and you are in trouble. So if you are not dead honest, true with these kids all the time you lose them that, and that's what I say a lot I mean these guys they make me be a better coach because I have to be detailed and they're going to do exactly what I ask them to do yeah you know so it's it's a great position to be in yeah coachability is huge cow guys are always coachable but you better be straight with them a hundred percent of the time which, which I like as a coach that's my thing like I hate that's, that's, that's the dream that, football that I hated right yeah. I, I hate a pro ball because everybody's full of crap and they tell you what what they thought you wanted to hear I just wanted to hear the truth and let's move Yep. Give me the truth. We'll figure out how to make everything else happen. And that's where our guys are now. They're ready to hear hear the truth and what they need to do to get open. And, you know, there's very few good jobs that come after after plays or when we're watching film. You know, it's it's how can you get there faster? How can you make that read, you know, without looking over there? How can you, you know, make those decisions faster and faster? Yeah, that's awesome. So tell me this. Now, obviously, I'm on vacation in Montana. My backdrop has changed. I've got the pine trees behind me. I was fishing. Very fitting, though, for you. Very fitting. Totally fitting. I was fishing on the Coeur d'Alene River. There we go. Some West Slope cutthroat today. So okay. me and a wife were out there getting it done. It was awesome. Um, and I'm here until, you know, football starts for me. Right. But you had a big vacation this summer. Tell me about your vacation. Tell me what you guys did, because this is awesome. I, I was over in Italy with you a couple of years ago. So, yeah, that was fun. We got to get that going again. Um, but no doubt. Big vacation for the Toller crew. Uh, being my my oldest daughter is 15 and a freshman. And then uh, my son, Bo, the fourth, he's five and Lana's three. Uh, my wife and I, Dre, I thought it was a very important year to be able to try to do something as a family. Could be could be one of the last years we can all all five of us you know, hop on multiple flights and leave the country and do things like that. So we just said, hey, let's try to make it happen. Um, obviously, all the coaches having, you know, two to three weeks off for the entire year 
we know that's is a very important time to, to spend with the family. So we made it happen and we started off, we went to Florida, uh, spent some time in Florida for about a week, did a lot of fishing. Uh, my nice. son, he was on the push button reel. Uh, yep, he, learned, perfect. He, learned, he learned how to open the bell and do all that in one day. So he's, he's addicted now. You nice. might have another fishing partner next we'll time. To, you go I'll out. get him out in the boat. We're going to go row the boat in the Kootenai tomorrow. So we'll have to get oh, him out in Montana here. Awesome. He caught his first fish uh, cast and all yesterday awesome. in the bay. Awesome. Uh, so we started in Florida. We we're out there for six days, hung out there, went fishing, went to the beach, um, hung out there. And then we caught a flight from Miami, went out to Barcelona. Mm. Um, Stefano was one of the coaches that we met out there in Italy. Uh, he's now coaching in Barcelona. So we saw a Barcelona Dragons football game. Amazing experience. Nice. Um, had a good time there. And then we went down to the southern part of Spain and we caught a ferry from Spain to Morocco. So we, oh. we got to Africa, so I went to Morocco, spent three days in Casablanca and then four days in Marrakesh. Dude, that is awesome. Um, spent some time out there, but just experienced the culture, ate a lot of great food, met some amazing people and uh, really enjoyed our time. We have so total, we probably hopped on about 10 flights total. Um, and that's, you know, layovers included, but planes, trains. Um, some quick short flights, a couple longer ones, we, a few taxi rides, ferry. We pretty much did it all, uh, but had a great time with the family, enjoyed ourselves. And now we're back here and everybody's getting geared up for our regular schedules. And, you know, my wife's dealing with all three kids, having at least four activities each. And we're, <laughs> <laughs> I'm back nice. in the office and she's back on her own for, uh, you know, the duration of the season. But Right. People uh, don't was, understand was, how was, hard it is on being a coach's wife. Like coaches' wives have to be absolute troopers absolutely to get through it because it's tough no, like we, you guys are in you are in it's like in. every we're, coach is like a ceo schedule period because you're running your own group exactly so we yeah we're back on it and, and ready to roll but it was a good time though we're glad we had we had some time with the family what was the best part of morocco food um hiking to a waterfall uh we went to a big amazing show out there my son rode a camel <laughs> that is awesome we did just about everything yeah that is absolutely awesome, dude. I love that. Well, yeah, so part so, of what we're doing here you, today. You gotta, you gotta ask, you gotta ask him about the trip because he he's I'm gonna he's we got, we figure have, it out and everything. And we have to get him up in the boat. So one one yes. of these years, part of your vacation needs to be up here in Montana. We'll roll you out here. We got some really good fishing right in the neighborhood. So right. that'd be awesome to get you out so here. So you on my dad a call, my son. We got the whole crew now. Dad, I gotta get the whole Toller family on yeah, speed dial. <laughs> so so tell me this. Part of this is we're gonna break down receiver position. All right. All right. So let's talk about your dudes this year. Uh, obviously Jay Hunt is a dude coming in. Yes. Everybody knows, everybody loves, you, you kind of see what he can do. Talk about him as a player, um, and then talk about some of the other guys around him. So Jay Hunt, we're, we're extremely fired up. We obviously, the fans know this as well. You know what you're going to get out of him. Exciting player, extremely focused, uh, student of the game, uh, loves being here, wants to be here. And, and it's constantly getting better. Pretty impressive for him to be here this long and continue to get better. Um, and with this offense, he's really one thing that I think everyone's going to see differently is that he's really going to be able to play like himself. And, and what I mean is the way his brain thinks, he sees those openings. He sees the field. He knows how to take the middle of the field or stay outside or stay wide towards the sidelines. He knows how to stretch the field. Um, and he has the ability to be deep, intermediate, short, yeah, so he's really understood the offense and, you know, he lives in the meeting room. He stays on the film and a lot of things Coach Fab's doing play right into what Jay Hunt has done and is going to do. So um, we know what we're going to get from him and he continues to lead the bunch. 
And so as I look down the list, obviously list is numerical. So I don't want to go by numerical stuff, but talk yeah. to me about some of the other guys around him, yeah. uh, guys that we can expect big things from this year. Uh, Maven Anderson, he kind of started to get into his own towards last season. Um, he's, he's a automatic OG of the crew. You know, he seems young as far as being here only, you know, two and a half years. Uh, but, you know, after the first year where he redshirted and last year kind of having his breakout, he's just getting started, you know, so we're, we're expected. He understands the playbook. He's been playing multiple positions. Uh, we're expected to see a lot out of him, you know, coming up this season. So he's been a uh, different, a different type of focus out of him. And that's on the field, off the field. You know, he's, he's really, he really knows that this needs to be his season and he's, he's taking it in stride and uh, he's, he's just focused. He doesn't have that he shed kind of that little uh, baby weight, yeah. And, you yep. know, and I mean that literally and figuratively. But he's ready to he's ready for action. So, which is funny because that like year three is when it has to click Absolutely. in. Like, and some guys, you know, it'll click in earlier. Some guys, it takes till your last year. But yeah. year three, you better turn it on. Like, you better get through it and get on it because th those are your two years to really show. Yeah. Uh, so, what are his What are his yeah. biggest assets for you as a receiver? Uh, flat out speed for one. Flat out speed uh he's he's extremely physical you know his thing is that he's really good at a lot of categories so he his thing was kind of identifying and carving out his specific role you know almost cutting down some of those tools and for really focusing on some so simplifying the game and understanding more coverages understanding what he can do off the line release wise um honing in on those things those attributes has helped him and allowed him to focus on how he's going to you know contribute the best and I think that that was his focus towards the, the second half of the spring and onto the summer. We were very clear and specific on where to improve and how he'll help the team, you know, and where he can improve. And he's just he's made lists. He's had detailed descriptions of what he needs to do. And he's hit he's hit those and he's been able to, you know, redraw some some new goals for himself and, and shoot towards those. So, you know, really excited about where he's where he is. Yeah. So important that dudes understand their role. And they, and like you're gonna, you're no matter who you are, you're always a role player. Like your Absolutely. role may be to be the star, right? It may be right. to be the guy. But even if you're not that guy, if you can play your role, you can be a star. Absolutely. And, and it's not that you're getting pigeonholed. It's it's playing to your strengths and yes. not worried about trying to do the things that you can't do. Do the things that you do really, really, really well. Really well. And you do that, and you become a star. Yeah. Focus on what you're good at, and then you will accentuate those, and we'll continue to develop the things that you aren't so good at. But you know, there, there's things to develop for everybody in the room. Um, and, you know, Maven's one of those guys that that's ready. Who else are we looking at? Uh, Monroe Young. Yeah. You know, he's a guy that has been here. This will be his sixth year. Uh, he's carved out from day one. He's carved out his special teams role. Um, he is a wide receiver. You know, and, and I know everybody knows that, but he came along and had, I think, three touchdowns in the last four games last season. Um, and to anybody that's part of the program on the inside, they were not surprised because he's the same guy every single day, day in, day out. Uh, he's a, a pure extension of me in the meeting room and on the field. Um, there's sometimes that, that I'll just look at him and he'll know what to say or what to do. And, and that's a coach's dream to have in the room. You know, so he is, he showed his versatility. Uh, he'll continue to, you know, improve as well. Very impressive to have somebody be here six years and get better every day. You know, yeah, no doubt. He's at a point where nobody's surprised by what he does. And that's because he's the same person day in and day out. You know, he's focused. He's uh, the most competitive guy in the room by far. And it's, it's, he's just a joy to be around. And we know what we're going to get out of him every single day.
You know, so he, he's the OG of the group, uh, but he he enjoys his role and he's a leader and we expect big things out of him. You were one of those dudes who got better every single year you were in the program too. So that, I mean, that must, endear, that. <laughs> that must endear him to you because of that. You were, I mean, you, you came in as a guy who, who had a family name, obviously in the program and, and who didn't see a ton of playing time, but just played yourself into position and then became a really good player. And I love dudes like that. Like right. I came in, I didn't know crap about playing quarterback. I came from a wing tee back pedal drop and just had to get better every single year. Those dudes are special. Yeah. And we, we, we've got a couple of guys like that. Javen Plummer was probably the most improved over the spring. And we've seen steady incline, you know, on, on what he can do. He has the size, he has the speed, he has the strength. It's just about him putting it all together. Uh, understanding the playbook and the game has really helped him on that aspect, you know, being a young guy, you know, so we'll expect a lot out of him. Uh, we have a few additions as well. We got Taj Davis from UW. Um, he is, you can tell he's a veteran. Yeah. You know, he came in right away and didn't care if he hadn't been here for a year or two years or even a month. He just came in ready to work. He was one track mind. I want to, you know, get better and, and help this team. And he was, he was a dude up there surrounded by other really talented receivers as well. He was a guy right. that could have been a star in his own right too. Absolutely. And, and, and maybe square peg round hole. I don't know, but, but right. like I watched him on film, like, Ooh, he is like, quick like that dude's got some skills yeah and he he understands the game too so yeah you know, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have him uh Marquise Montgomery's a new kid that we got as well uh from Snow College in Utah mm -hmm. uh, another guy great size great hands uh really looking forward since you know um a guy that wasn't here in the spring but here now we're really looking forward to the things that he's he's gonna be able to do uh so yeah you know the, the whole room is coming together the young guys are helping the the Older guys, the older guys are helping the young guys. Uh, and Isaiah Hunter just got here as a freshman. Uh, he's been pretty impressive as well. Um, you know, but we got a, a good a good crew. We got a couple guys coming off of injury, both Mason, Mason Mangum, Mason Starling. Uh, they both have, they're in their own right. You know, Mason Mangum is extremely fast, agile, um, competitive. Uh, looking forward to having him back in action. And then Mason Starling being a big body, great size, great catch radius, uh, being able to have him. Um, as well so you know we got a few more as well but I'm, I'm looking forward to the crew you know I, I lo love the guys here um, everybody that's here wants to be here and is dying to play we got some up-and-comers um, you know even a couple of the walk-ons have been turning heads uh, and I look at everybody the same you know if you're here you're you're more than capable of playing but from Tron to Grant Daly, Kenan Robinson, Jordan King you know those guys are are, are making a name for themselves so we we got a deep crew, and this offense is perfect for everybody. Yeah, and part, part of that deep crew, you are one of the best recruiters, like at least on the West Coast right now. Like you personally. Like I watched the dude. We, we need to take the show on the road, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you, are, you are so good at bringing in dudes that fit the system, fit where you're at. That, and, and I understand it. Like I know you. I love you. You've got just such a good personality too, and, and you're a guy that people can believe. But but what what do you owe that to? What do you where do you come up with this these, this great recruiting? I think you I think you hit it on the head already or mentioned what it's what it's all about for me. And it's about the right fit. Um, there, there's guys that, you know, you look at somebody like Javen Plummer and he went to high school in Virginia. So it's like, what's the attraction? You know, knowing that he has the military background of his family and that he can travel and that he has family, his grandparents in Sacramento. Uh, I think getting to know these kids is very important. I don't recruit a ton of, a ton of guys every year. 
you know, I, I take pride in handpicking the ones that I believe fit here. Uh, I think I, I have a little advantage of having guys or being here as a fan, a uh, player, a coach for nine years going family. on family, family. Yeah. You know, so I don't have to make up anything. There's no, uh, it's, you know, kind of telling them what I went through. Obviously it's not going to be like my situation, but I've been here. I've been through it. I know what, I know why we were 0 and 10 one year and I know why we're 10 and one one year. Like there's, there's different things that come into play. And then also uh, Cal's a unique place, you know, and it's very important to understand who fits. You know, some people say, oh, here's the the top five stars. It really doesn't matter. It's about what fits for right now. Yeah. You know, so it's different. This year, my my one high school kid was Isaiah. You know, it was um, every year it's going to be different. Sometimes we need size. Sometimes we need speed. Um, ultimately, guys need to come together and be on the same page. But, you know, I'm extremely family oriented in, in the way I recruit. Um, my, my wife and kids and everybody knows the whole process. Uh, but I once I go in and identify one of those guys that I believe fits, I, I go all in. And it's about getting to know them, their families, uh, how they walk. You know, if a guy walks into my room, I got to know, hey, I, I need to ask the second question or the third question instead of just saying what's up or, you know, what's good? How you doing? It's got to be all right. How's how's mom's doing? Or, you know, your math class, you got tests on Thursday. Let's let's make it happen. You know, so there, there's different things. And you know, I don't think it's, you know, special by any means, but I think that uh, I take a lot of pride in identifying who fits and it's my job to un- help them understand why they fit. Yeah, I, th- I think you been, it's, been a good, it's been a good recipe for me and it's been fun. And I, I take a lot of pride in cultivating, putting teams together and putting uh, rooms together uh, and, you know, just continue to identify where we need help and who's going to be who are going to be those people to, to help us out the quickest in those areas. So. Take, take a lot of pride in my room and I'm we're, we're ready to roll. I think you do a fantastic job, dude. Obviously having, you know, bleeding blue and gold, having it on your sleeve and on your heart makes a huge difference, I think, for you. But I think you can go recruit anywhere. Like you're just one of the best dudes in the country and it makes you such a a, a big piece of the puzzle as a coach. So Thank I you. appreciate you. You know, I love you. So much appreciated. I, I, love you as well. Thank to you. See you this year, see, you know, this can be a 4,000 yards passing offense. It can be easily. Um, and so I'm looking forward to seeing that. What has to happen to make that happen? Uh, we need to stay on track. You know, we have we need to take advantage of every single rep. Um, like we mentioned before, there's limited reps. We need to take advantage of every single rep. Uh, I need to demand a lot out of the players. I need to demand a lot out of myself. I need to rely on the coaching staff. We have a phenomenal staff. You know, I had the pleasure of working with Coach Plow at UC Davis a few years back, 2017, when he was calling it over there. Um, have a great relationship with Coach Spav. Coach Blesh was an awesome addition, you know, to come in. Coach AT obviously does amazing th- and special things with the backfield. And uh, we're we're in a good spot right now, you know. So we need to continue to bring everybody together. You know, the culture from Coach Wilcox on down has been established, you know, so we need to hold everybody to it. And that's from coaches on down to the players. Uh, we need to equip the players with the right tools and we need to let them work. And they, they are in a situation in a, in, a, in a position where they feel comfortable speaking up. And we're in a situation where we feel com- com- comfortable demanding, you know, what we need to get to and how to yeah. get there. So uh, when you have that type of relationship, I mentioned before the family, it's family type atmosphere. We mean that in a way of, you know, if so- something's not going how it should, we, we call each other out, yeah. you know, so, so we're looking forward to holding each other to the fire and, and, and making it happen. But, 
you know, on and off the field. I think we have a phenomenal, I know we have a phenomenal group, team, and uh, extremely talented roster. So we need to make sure we squeeze every ounce of, of ability out of everybody and not just for reps, not just for practice, not just for camp, but something that will help sustain throughout the rest of the season. And that comes with everything, the way they study, the way their championship body language is, the way they uh, talk to each other, the way they hold each other accountable, the way they compete, all those things together are, are going to be the recipe that we need. No doubt. Culture is buy-in, it's resilience, and it's accountability. Those three things. You have those three things together with the dudes at Cal and you're in good shape. So Absolutely. I look forward to seeing it this year, brother. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. It's always good to talk to you, man. I just love, you know, reconnecting with you. We will get your boy on the boat. We'll get some fishing in with him. Let's go. Awesome. One of these I'll, summers coming up. I'll you to it. Yeah, All right. I'll see you in a couple of weeks when I get back to Cali, but awesome having you on. Appreciate it for everybody at home. I appreciate you guys watching bear insider, ultimate insider podcast. I am Mike Pulaski. I was coach Burl Toller, one of the best recruiters, one of the best coaches in America right now. Awesome. Yeah. And we should be proud to have him at Cal. I will catch you guys later. Go there.